Well, hello and welcome to the latest edition of Virtual Team Dynamics, the Old Fire podcast, and our ongoing season of of episodes discussing some of the challenges associated with moving to working from home, which a lot of businesses are encountering during this coronavirus outbreak. So in today's episode and on the associated uh, article that's been released today as well, I want to talk a little bit about adapting and both organisational and personal adaptation to moving from a co-working, co-located environment where you are based in an office and uh, and quite comfortable and quite established to organisational structures where virtually all of the staff, with the exception of a few in various core functions, suddenly find themselves working from home. How do employees how do businesses adapt to this new environment what's some of the things that maybe they should be thinking about doing now and then moving forwards what are some of the things that they could do heading into the future so there's sort of two sides as there are with so many of these things in this situation there's two sides to this conversation one is from the organisational perspective, how should a business, what should an organisation think about doing both for business continuity and also for the support and well-being of its personnel? And then the other side, of course, is what should the personnel think about doing for themselves and how should they be looking at restructuring and rethinking how they work to uh, to both meet their personal needs, which are completely different from what was in place even just a few weeks ago in some cases, and also to meet their obligations for their employers. So if we start with the organisational sense, businesses businesses are designed and built largely around a standard number of working hours. They have a standard structure where you know, personnel are traditionally expected to attend work between certain numbers of certain core hours. Nine to five is that of the standard vernacular that used for this. But those hours could be eight till four, eight till five, whatever, whatever those hours are, the organizations, many, many, many organizations, particularly those who were able to move to a work from home arrangement, have that standard five day a week, standard working week hours, whatever those hours may be. Organizations are designed they're, they're actually structured and designed and all the systems and practices and everything else are put in place to reflect that standard working week. You've got timesheets that reflect that. You've got um, building opening hours that reflect that. You've got break times. You've got when meetings are traditionally held. You've got performance expectations on personnel and on management. Everything is set up around that working week. Now, the big question here, of course, comes... When you move from being co-located where that working week makes sense to being working from home and having all of your personnel or many of your personnel working from home, what do you do? How do you need to think about restructuring and just retooling your organization so that you get the best from your people and so your people are able to give the best to you? while still maintaining business continuity, still retaining whatever profitability you can during these difficult times, and also still still planning for the future, still planning for what comes next, what happens, what happens when this virus situation passes and people are able to return back to work. So right now, my, my thoughts in that space from a business sense 
is that businesses themselves need to recognize that this is not business as usual. They need to rethink their standard working hours. They need to rethink their working hours expectations. And as I've said in previous episodes of this series, they need to allow their personnel the flexibility and the autonomy to decide what they need to do to still deliver their expected work. Now, again, this is something I've commented on for for quite a while now, but many organisations are structured on an input model rather than an output model. People are rewarded based on based on attendance rather than on output. People's people's productivity is measured largely on their attendance and their outputs, and yet the output is really what the business wants. If it takes somebody a day to do a task, as long as as long as you get the task, then that's all good. If it takes them half a day to do that task, and all that is required of them in that day is to deliver that task, why would you expect them to spend another four hours or five hours of their time not delivering that task, essentially? If once that task is delivered, if that task is delivered, then you should all be good and you should be able to allow those people to have the flexibility to plan their work and work their time to suit what's needed in there. Now, that will mean a lot of change and a lot of flexibility from an organisational sense. Some organisations may be looking at what's happening now and saying, well, we need to really review our structures for the long term. Others will be looking at it saying, well, this is transient. In a few weeks or months' time, we'll be back to situation normal. We're not going to change anything. We're just going to fumble through where we are now and hope that it does pass reasonably quickly hope that it doesn't occur again and hope that when we do return to work, the people who work for us are happy to just go back into that normal situation. That may not be the case. It may, it may not. We just don't know and we won't know for quite some time yet. But in the meantime, I really do believe there's a, there's a, this is a time and a place for organisations to allow some flexibility for their people. The other side of this, of course, for the employees, this is a very challenging and stressful time for many, many people. It doesn't matter what their role is within an organisation. A lot of employees will be seeing in the news that that companies are closing, people are being laid off, um, organisations are, are, are furloughing people. There's all sorts of things happening. They'll be concerned about their jobs. That's the first thing. Second one will be they'll be concerned about their own physical and mental well-being. The third one will be that they are concerned about the physical and mental well-being of their families and of their friends and of their associates. So there's a lot more stress now on a lot of people than there has been for quite some time. And that stress that stress needs to be recognized and those pressures need to be recognized. People may suddenly have you know you may have a, you may have your partner your your kids may now be working and and studying at home around you you somehow you've got to find a way to balance your life with your work while still supporting both and still making sure that you have both at the end of all of this so i think it, it it's appropriate for for personnel for 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 staff within organizations to be completely open with their line managers and for their line managers to be willing to have conversations with their staff around what their expectations are and should be. People should be allowed to put their hand up and say, hey, look, 
I need to work shorter day this day. I need to start work. I need to. I, I will get the work done. I will get it done within the required time frames and to the right quality and all those other things. But I'll be doing it at different times, and that needs that conversation needs to be had at a mature level between the staff and the organisation, so that so that both parties can really plan where they're going. This adaptation may be short-term. It may be organisations may need to put in place short-term policies to recognise some of these things. Short-term policies around things like overtime. How do you manage overtime when people are, are working from home and they're working split hours? How do you manage if you put your organisation onto a three-day week? What do you do? What are those three days when someone is essentially sitting at home for seven days a week? Why should they be on a three-day week? Why should you not just say, look, we've got a limited amount of work and a limited amount of money. We're going to have to reduce your salary for this period of time from X to Y. But we'd really still appreciate it if you can continue delivering these tasks and recognise that when when all of this lot washes through and washes over. So organisations and people alike really, really, really need to be flexible through this all through all of this. They really need to be adaptable. Organisations need to adapt and be flexible, as do the personnel themselves. There is no, there's no rule book for this. Nobody went to university or went to college or went anywhere else to study these kinds of things in a business environment. So we are all learning together, all learning at the same time, and all learning really in a dynamic and very, very fluid and challenging environment. So. I'll leave it at that this time around. I will also drop in after this a, um, a, a public service announcement around management of, uh, of the COVID situation. So please do stay tuned and listen through that if you would. The closing music then runs off the back of that. So if you like the music, then please stay around for that as well. Um, take care of yourselves. Take care of your colleagues and your family. And I look forward to speaking to you all in next episodes. Thank you. COVID-19 better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. There are a few ways to help lower the spread of this respiratory disease. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your face, including mouth, nose, and eyes. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Monitor your symptoms and consult with your doctor. Stay at home and away from other sick people except for medical care. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you.